I remember a time before the Cascade dried up. Here, in Verticello, the four nations of plant and bug people flourished and thrived. But the great waterfall that fed the land slowed to a trickle, revealing a vast salt sea and unknown islands. The only guide were the words of the 13 dried carvings. The water will slow to fall, but the tides are turning. Find the infinite lake to replenish the world and discover the salmon who will grant you a wish of whatever you desire. This marks the beginning of the tide, as many green folk hauled on the ships to find the infinite lake and maybe riches, adventure, excitement, and purpose along the way. And what exactly is a salmon? Is that a berry? That was 50 years ago, and the tide rushes forward ever still. There are many stories caught on the wind between sails, but why don't we hear just one? Of a butterfly gunman with clipped wings, a ripened and explosive piece of produce, and a witch made out of tea. This is Join the Party Campaign 3, The Rising Tide. I'll sing you a song that all green folk know. Until, until the waterfall's home. That only began 50 years ago. So you, uh, you, hey, what's going on? Do you guys like, do you guys like podcasts? No. I do like podcasts. Uh, stretches, takes a big yawn, takes a big stretch, drinks orange juice. Eric, we really worked hard adventuring. Can we have like a little rest? Can we have like a little treat? Can you like, mm, give me something please for completing a mystery and missing all of the obvious clues? Can we have podcast outside today, Eric? Please, 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 please Eric. Mr. Johnson did. And that's well, babies. He let us watch Toy Story 2 again. Yeah. Well, Mr. Johnson has tenure and I don't. <laughs> oh, no. That seems like a sore subject. Also, Mr. Johnson has a lot going on at home, so that's why he gets a really wide breath from the administration. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Okay, fine. We can have a downtime episode. Yay! I don't even know what podcasting outside would be. That would be on Brandon. Like we're all yeah. standing in respect yeah. different fields, but we're still Zoom calling each other. Yeah, I think we'd have to all have laptops with microphones plugged in, USB uh-huh. microphones, but then we'd also still have to get soundproof in between us. So sure. Just... Oh, sure. <laughs> See, I was thinking more metaphorical, which is when podcasting outside, like I don't have to do any preparation. I have to just like go there and experience it, which is what I do every episode of Join the Party. So, yeah, you know. That's just Boo! Me. Don't insult my friend Amanda. 
Let's hey, go. we don't like bullies on this podcast, so you need oh. to get out of here. It's about <laughs> bullying Amanda. Hey, okay, so I think that since this is our first downtime episode, I feel like in the video game that is The Rising Tide. I thought it was an anime, Eric. It's an anime video. It's a JRPG, Brandon. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, it's Persona so 6, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> it's Persona 6 Gold Edition, colon, The Rising Tide 365.5, because it's also Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> you know, Mickey's there. That's how I got Brandon to do this, because I said Mickey was in the background of all <laughs> our scenes. It. Goofy dies for five minutes, and then he's like, I'm fine again. Huyuk? <laughs> Huyuk? I'm dead. <laughs> It's the, um, oh, that was good. It's the adaptation of video game adaptation of the anime, which is the adaptation of the manga. Yeah. Yes. That yeah. is that is uh, Tales of Verdistello. Yes. Yeah. Someone make that for us, please. <laughs> so, Eric, what are downtime episodes going to look like in this campaign? Well, th- this is like PS1 X and 64, like real blocky polygons. Yeah. And this is like we have a sunset image <laughs> stapled to the background. I love it. Mm-hmm. As the sea whip navigates in towards the hold, which we've been talking about back in the base building episode. I think as we pull in. You navigate through the shallow waters of uh, coral and kelp and uh, steer away from the various bones and bodies that the giant sea monsters and big crabs uh, feast on around uh, around at 5 a.m. every single day. I have two very important questions. One, yeah. who's steering? Because that will determine whether or not we crash a lot and two, <laughs> or hit things a lot. And two, is what is the big crab, the big sea monster crab doing? Oh, just, uh, sleeping. Definitely okay. just chilling. Just going below the water. Eric, I asked you a very important question before we started recording, and I'm going to repeat myself now. Is it is it putt putt time right now, or is it puppet time right now? As we pull into the hold, I yeah. want to ask that for you. Those two questions: Who's driving, and what time is it? I would ask you because the last thing that happened, remember, you shook down Arello, yeah. uh, so the Sea Whip is still dragging Arello, the merchants sailboat behind you i assume that harold is holding on to it like i don't know like a like a toddler in a tub because <laughs> we don't <laughs> like, have any ropes so we just use lichen <laughs> yeah Her- harold wants to be involved that's cute yep what a cutie mm, thanks hon <laughs> it takes a lot of money to look this cheap <laughs> i really like the idea that uh harold has a crush on on b i'm all about it here harold's a flirt cute. harold flirts with everybody it's good it's really confusing for everyone. <laughs> well, listen, I think we're getting toward dusk here. I think this is the late afternoon. And as past Amanda, remember to take notes about we know that sun's out, club's out. So mini mm-hmm. golf is closing up for the day because sun's asleep. Puppets do peep. Oh my God. <laughs> I forgot that was the phrase. Oh my God, Amanda, you looked this up, didn't you? You read the transcripts. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I had I had my notes from the base building. Incredible. Amanda wrote down puppets do peep, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. You could also tell it's sunset because the neon sign for the Outback Steakhouse yes. Yes. Is, is turned on as well. Yep. yep. And uh, Aubergine, the eggplant who also has amnesia, has closed up his fashion shop for the day. Oh. What did we do, guys? What did we do? Oh, I wrote down all of these. I'm very. I have a voice for Aubergine. I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. Damn. But I love that with the you're all as you're pulling in. Orello is crying and thrown himself at your feet, making sure that you don't stab 
grab his precious his precious skin because all of his vitamin C will leak out. He has delicate pulp. And yeah, and I think that you pull through and you kind of like you go through the waterfall that's like blocking the entrance. Do you remember because I think the hold is majority old volcano and as you you go through the waterfall into the hold itself, the hollowed out volcano inside. I think that it's like a ramshackle town. It has real like 1980s movie showing the apocalypse that happened in 2035 vibes. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like yep. Th- this is Bada Town sort of thing. <laughs> like uh, there are lean tos and things made out of scrap. Like you, uh, they divided three. Um, houses that are divided out of like an old ship so like one is the front one is the back and one is the middle that has like doors and windows slapped on it i feel like in my head it's a lot of those like airbnbs that are made out of um like shipping containers Mm, like the the, like the tiny homes kind of style thing Yeah, yeah yeah so there's definitely i'm sure some shipping containers that washed up that people have appropriated into little shops or houses and stuff that's all kind of fits inside of this hollowed out volcano some people are vibing hoard in the hot tub yeah <laughs> the, the hot springs that are up there it's still pretty hopping as we're kind of going from a real day to night vibe from the other pirates that are living here in the hold yeah. yeah. It's like Pleasure Island at Disney in circa 986, baby. Oh, yeah. Like a lot. With all the teen clubs. Bra- Brandon, can you explain how I'm dancing right now? Because I've seen those videos. <laughs> you're dancing? I think you're just having a seizure. <laughs> it's a lot. It's just a lot of arms going back and forth. Like reaching out. It's like, oh, you and me and you and me. <laughs> There's a lot of excess fabric from the giant suits flapping in the wind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. From their puffy pirate shirts. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think all the uh, the photosensitive like lichen and moss and algae are glowing as Ooh. the sunset fades and darkness comes up in the neon. My favorite thing about those era of movies is that there's like no money for walls, but money for neon signs. And that is, right. I think, the, the day to night transition that we're going through right now. Yeah. Well, during the apocalypse, Amanda, all of the oxygen turned into neon. That's Julia, how it works. Right. You're right. And they captured it all in all in Edison bulbs that yeah. are strung yeah. throughout the entire area, for sure, for sure. Beautiful. Now, as you guys keep fucking pounding X to get out of this cutscene, unfortunately, <laughs> a tutorial box pops up and say, oh. <laughs> it says, hey, this is Eric the DM. Again, I'm still very polygonal. Yes. Eric, are you? Like, oh. my beard is just two polygons taped yeah. together. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought you were going to be a little chibi you with like big, big head, little, little body coming in as like a speech bubble. But we're not in the anime, we're in the video game. That's on me. That's no, on in me. the it's true. In the video game, it's like a circle, which is just my head, but it's all just like made out of like you see the planes, just lots of planes yep. put together. Yep. It's actually a remake of the adaptation of the anime, God of damn the adaptation it, we can. of the manga, but the remake still didn't look very good. So Eric is still kind of uh, polygonal original, or like fans yeah, really yeah. liked that look. So yeah. they wanted to keep it. Well, more pure, more pure. Well, you know, there there was like a remake that came out on PS3, but they actually took out a lot of the ga- core gameplay mechanics. Right. So right, people right. just play the original, and you can just emulate it. Uh, so it's uh, you can just have it. And it, here's the thing, Brandon, it's like five bytes. Yeah. In the title sequence, like the opening scene, you could poke Eric's face like you could Mario's in Mario 64. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. That was actually where Mario, that's where they got it. That's from. where they got it. Yeah, that's yeah. where they got mm-hmm. it. If you, you have to hold both L L bumper and R bumper to hold me my face in a place. <laughs> oh, Eric, what is the noise that Eric's face made when you poked his nose again? Do you remember? Oh, man. I got to go into my FX, my <laughs> FX library. I think it goes, 
Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> it. Good. That was beautiful. That's perfect. And then you can pull it here and it goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now the tutorial popped up and it says, hey, this is Eric the GM. I'm the best GM in podcasting. It seems like this <laughs> is your first. See my glove? <laughs> Here's the glove. <laughs> You're right, it's Julia. Here. It's right here. It's Julia, right here. there's five pixels. Two is beard, one is glasses, two more is glove. <laughs> they put a lot of love into the glove. Yeah. Um, it sounds like this is your first time at the hold. Let me walk you through the skill tree. Yay! And I'm going to give you the image, which is our skill tree. Oh. Oh, already seeing some great puns oh, in here. Oh, fuck yes. Oh, yeah, dude. Okay. It's even got a tree in the background. It's a literal skill tree. Yeah. I have some questions about putts and puppets, pirate, palladium, private versus public. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, um, yes. Can I just sign up for all of Magnolia Network? Thank you. That's really nice of you. It's it's never good when there's a question mark section on. Or is it the best? The skill tree. Right. I'm concerned. Ooh, backstory unlocked. Give me two seconds. Hell yeah, dude. Ugh, why are you guys being so annoying? I'm sorry. I'm we'll sorry. Lo- no, not you. <laughs> you, you, two are, you two are fucking idiots. All right, hold on. Twins. All right, folks, let me walk you through the skill tree. The image of the skill tree will be posted on all of our socials and stuff and also on the, the big clickable website thing that's in the episode description of everything. As we kind of discussed in the pregame episodes, I wanted there to be a base building element here because building your pirate island feels important to the kind of story that we're telling here. So as you finish every single arc, you get one XP point which unlocks one thing on this skill tree. Amber can also be used to unlock another thing on this skill tree, but you can use Amber for other things, such as favors, or you can use give it to Arello to turn it into something else, to turn it into like an item or facilitate whatever it is. So this is the skill tree that we are going to follow here. We have eight tracks, and then you always have Amber Exchange, which you can change XP into Amber, which you can uh, also store it. You can only do it once. Like, one XP can only turn into Amber. You can't then turn that Amber into XP later. Gotcha. Um, but the thing about Amber is that it's like a, it's a real thing. Put it in your chest and hold it on the, on the ship or whatever you want to do. Okay, so let's go through all of the tracks here. The first is called Dig and Roll. Because this is a pirate island, all of the pirates are convinced there's buried treasure throughout the island, and uh, some of the various citizens here in the hold uh, have kind of just decided when they're when they have some downtime, they're just going to go around and dig on the island. Hey, Eric. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what this means for all of you is that if you choose dig and roll you immediately have to roll 1d6 which means that there's going to be one instance of digging right this is also interrelated and this is going to touch on everything else here but this is also interrelated with what you all do in terms of your downtime because these will happen in downtime episodes when you come back to the hold and like you can only use xp when you're at the hold If you want to be involved in the digging, one of you need to devote your downtime activity to that. However, this is kind of like, this is like unlocking the event of going out and digging. Gotcha. So regardless of who is involved in the, in like the dig activity, it will happen. But one of you should, if you want to be there or try to get first dibs, because again, it's just kind of like the pirate citizenry is just going to go out and dig. Cool. Okay. 
And will that happen every time we come back to the base? Like people are no. beginning to dig regularly or we have to like advance it again? You have to advance it. Now you can also dig multiple times, um, but each one, as you can see on the skill tree here, each one of these, because I couldn't put this on the entire skill tree, all of these have more unlockables, achievements as oh, okay. you go down. So each one, as you roll one, two, three, four, or five, or and a six, will progress and do something else related to the thing you unlock. So there's like a subtree underneath each of the numbers that we could roll. Correct, correct. Gotcha. And there are subtrees on under on all of these, but I couldn't include all of them. So I did as much as I could in this initial um, skill tree image that I've created. Well, we can't see the cool. very last level of the advancement chart. That would mean we don't have to diversify. And that would be not fun. Yeah. It's up to you. You guys can min-max if you want to put all of your money into the putts and puppets palladium. I mean, you I can't stop you. Don't dare us. I can't stop you. Okay, so that is dig and roll. Immediately, you're going to roll 1d6, and then we'll see what you get. Uh, the next one is called Dr. Doctor. If you unlock this, a med student is going to come on the island. Um, this is going to be kind of like a level one doctor, which is why they're a med student. They can also You can also decide to bring the med student on your ship or leave them at the hold. Of course, that will bring them to danger, possibly, but it's up to you. Because our ship won't be dangerous, though. It'll be perfectly safe. <laughs> totally safe wherever you leave it. Um, so the blue colors, are it means you can immediately unlock that thing. That's kind of level one, and the orange is the, the further achievements. Gotcha. The level one Dr. Doctor means that the doctor will inherently enhance the hot spring, mm. and all of you will get a five HP bonus mm. going forward. Temporary, I assume? Temporary, but it refreshes every time you come back to the hot spring. Cool. Ooh, that's kind of nice. nice. Good point. For all of you uh, rules lawyers out there, you cannot heal up your temporary HP, but you'll start with like the five HP above what your usual HP is. Nice. Tight. Yeah. Also, if like one of you gets a disease or has a terrible wound that can't just be repaired regularly, you can come back and bring it to the med student. But he or she will do their best. Or they. Or they. they. Or Z. Or, or mm -hmm. that's true. What do Lots I do if options. I have a horrible festering wound in reality, Eric? Is that I can't do anything wrong. The okay. fictional med student can't help you, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've also uh, shown you four different achievements that you can do if you want to unlock more. Uh, because the med student needs to kind of specialize in something. You can have them specialize in straight medicine, so formal medical training. Uh, you can have them specialized as a naturalist, so uh, communing with nature, say using spirits, using what's around uh, to help you. Uh, they could be religious, so they could be more of a cleric uh, and use the power of the divine to heal folks better. Or they could be a black hat and be kind of like an evil doctor. <laughs> just, just a real bad doctor. And, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Interesting. Uh, the Magnolia Network is... Yes. Don't date your DM, they said. It'll look bad if you're the only girl and the newest player, they said. <laughs> Fast forward. My husband brought me Fantasy Magnolia Network. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> if you choose to unlock the Magnolia Network, a husband and wife house flipping team <laughs> will improve the structures on the island. Yes. As I just described before, it's everything's just kind of made out of whatever. I think reinforcing structures, being able to unlock new structures, maybe we'll get new things that will get unlocked in the skill tree, and bringing them on the island will kind of be this initial thing. After this, once you, if you choose to do the second tier, all buildings will be 
easier to put up and all of them will be sturdier and you will have the option to fix the rusted clock uh, if you unlock that second tier achievement or uh, you can send them out for commercial work, uh, which is a passive bonus that they can do it for doubloons or contacts. But of course, they might run into trouble because they're doing uh, house flipping (laughs) on the Great Salt Sea. Are their names uh, Skip and Johanna? They can be, Julia. <laughs> they can be. Yeah, cool. I think they are. Yeah, they're two, yeah. They're two magnolias uh, named Skip and Johanna. You're totally right. I love that for them. Incredible. Uh, the next thing is called Lords of the Manor. As we discussed before, this is kind of like a general pirate's island, although like the four people here created it. I don't know if the crew of the Sea Whip is like in charge necessarily. Uh, I have written down that there's like an honor amongst thieves here. So it's kind of like an uneasy treaty as everyone is just pleasure island islanding around. Um, if you choose to uh, let the other pirates know that you three are running the show, you can do that and we will start that event of you letting them know. After that, you will have to set up some sort of plan. You can see that these next three achievements are in gray because you got to push a plan forward either through soft power if you think that you have a political or economic or any other soft power uh, way of getting people on board you you can unlock that if you want to do it with an iron fist you'll have to set up a plan to like let them know or if you want to set up some sort of like formal duel or challenge or joust or whatever uh of who gets control of the hold uh you you can do that as well right too much like the builder don't want to do that (laughs) I know there's yeah there's a secret builder champion lurking on the island. Clubs Wink. out at dawn? Question mark. Oh, we're doing the Happy Gilmore route. Sure, got it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of us is actually shockingly good at hockey, so I'm gonna need one through one of the three of you to have an Adam Sandler impression uh, for us to go forward with that. I simply won't. <laughs> I choose not to. Come to the back of the boat. Oh, it's me. It's me. (laughs) All right. Next is Monster Wrangler. We've talked about the crab that wakes up at five every morning to feast. Uh, But if you unlock Monster Wrangler, you get a chance to uh, interact with the sea beast. Unfortunately, though, this is not like just totally, oh, I'm best friends with the sea monster that lurks outside of the hold. You have to roll a D100 and get a particular number to get that. You can add your animal handling, I guess, depending on who's doing it. Um, This would also open yourself up to danger, obviously. But as you keep unlocking more, the odds go down. Um, Then we would roll a digital D50, a digital D25, or if you go all the way down, we can just roll a uh, D10 to make, make that happen. Cool. Hell yeah. This is one my heart said. I know my brain tells me this is not the right one to choose, but my heart's really into it. Amanda, I also want it. Don't worry. (laughs) You'll be able to roll once per downtime. So regardless of what you've unlocked, you will be, if someone devotes their downtime activity to it, you can can give it a shot. Cool. You can also, if you have, if you trust someone else to do it, you could try to make them do it while you guys are away, but. Make the med student do it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a, it's a bold gaming strategy. My animal handling's plus two, so... The funniest thing is that over the last five years, almost all of the transcriptionists for Join the Party have been medical students because they like <laughs> work weird hours and need cash. And so I'm just thinking about like former transcriber Nicole, who is now a, a full-ass doctor on ship, being like, yeah, what, what do you need? <laughs> <laughs> all right, the one after this <laughs> is the Putts and Puppets Pirate Palladium. No Yay! notes. If you would like to put some time and effort into making an actual like, I don't know, 
building <laughs> and kind of like put a roof over the putt putt uh, thing and put a, like an actual sign on it. Uh, this is my suggestion to put as many peas into it as possible. And then from the advancements there are if you want to keep it private or public, if you want to turn this into a money making venture or you just want this to be the cool thing in the hold. Putt putt is for everyone. <laughs> putt putt is for everyone. It would be a cruel twisting of fate to commercialize puppets. Yes. Maybe we'll do like a puppet fundraiser at one point. Yeah. Would you say it's a putts and puppets pirate palladium PBS fundraiser? <laughs> yes. I was going to say fundraiser because this could really just raise the fun of the whole island and maybe contribute some of our soft power as we start advancing and making our claim over mm. the fact that we run this hold. Very good point, Amanda. If you actually put time and effort into uh, making this and unlocking this particular thing, everyone is just happier and they know that you are the ones who put the time and effort into making the septuple P uh, <laughs> workout. <laughs> Now, this is a little bit maybe out of the realm of possibilities here. It might just be too difficult, but I would like to monster wrangle the sea beast and then put him as the cashier at the Putts and Pirates Pirate Palladium. I think that'd be fun. Again, Brandon, why do we need a cashier? We're not going to charge for putt-putt and puppets. Please. Fine, then they can be the ball retrieval system. That, Excellent. I Brandon, like that. That idea has legs. <laughs> or, or fins, for that matter. It has six Tentacles. legs. How many legs does a crab have? Six? Four? Eight. Eight? It might be ten. Ten? Really? Julia, in this fictional world, it has as many limbs as you want it to have. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I did. I needed to float this idea to everyone where we eventually befriend the giant crab beast, and then we build a putt-putt course on its back. Oh. Incredible. That's good. And now it's a mobile putt-putt course. Incredible. And if Incredible. you lose, you get eaten. Not bad. Mm. Everyone wins. <laughs> Uh, the next one is called Ship Shape. This is similar to Dr. Docker, but instead of a green folk doctor, this is a ship doctor. You have you can bring a shipwright along and you unlock a level one shipwright, which again, you can have hang out in the hold or on the ship uh, and can, you can bring them with you. Cool. From there, you can unlock different achievements like uh, you can raise the ship's attack. You can raise the ship's HP. You can give Harold a bonus if that's something you, you're interested in. And, of course, there's various, like, more skill tree biz underneath. Let's just keep giving Harold charisma points and see how flirty he becomes. Guys, it can't harm us if every <laughs> ship we land in, Harold has a friend. Right? Yeah, that's like, true. Come on. It's pretty good. I like how immediately you're like, yeah, let's give Harold skill point bonuses. And I'm like, oh, why don't we build Harold a body so Harold can leave the ship? Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Eric, we want to make sure Harold can fuck. Yeah, let's make <laughs> Harold fuck. Um. <laughs> but I think if it goes too far, Amanda, then, you know, they Harold has a bad breakup. Who's sailing whom? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and then Harold's like, we can't go back to Eska Island. I burned that port. And we're like, but Harold... <laughs> And Harold's like, uh, sorry. I don't no, want to talk about it. Don't want to talk about it. There is a joke about Harold getting <laughs> getting crabs somewhere. No, in there. Brandon, no. no. It's good. Brandon? Is it joking? No. Sorry, I can't let you do that. <laughs> Star Fox. <laughs> and finally, we have backstory unlocked. 
Uh, this is something that you can kind of go to as much as you want, similar to Dig, in that you can choose a particular NPC whose backstory you want to work on, or you want to unlock, or at least, you know, get to know better, and you can decide to run down that path more, or you can decide to unlock a different person's backstory. The examples I have right now are Aubergine, the uh, fashion icon who has amnesia. Yep. I need to find out who he is. I know. <laughs> so does he. <laughs> Or you can do the restaurateur who runs the Outback Steakhouse. Do they have a name yet? No, not yet. Mm -hmm. uh, or you can do any, I did question marks for different NPCs who you might uh, run down. This can also apply to different ones. Like, I guess if you want to apply this to the doctor or to the shipwright or to someone else that who joins your crew or whatever, I, I'm keeping this open. Um, you can decide to do that as much as you want. The crab monster. What's Ooh, their yeah, what's his backstory? Nani, what's their deal? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Nani was in Vietnam. Oh, no. <laughs> I also just want to reinforce the idea to everyone in the audience that, yes, the restaurateur runs a restaurant called the Outback Steakhouse, but when you walk in, that's fucking gastronomy Noma shit all over the place, mm -hmm. baby. We established that deeply in, yes. in, in the base building episode. It, it's called the Outback Steakhouse because it's out back behind the, the volcano. The steakhouse. <laughs> yeah, and it's a tent, so though it's staked to the ground. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but like one of those like really fancy um, like Burning Man tents. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really big, really pretty. Yeah, Everyone's on mushrooms. It's mm -hmm. great. It's a lot of foam, a lot of edible snow. They use a lot of mushroom yeah. foam, mm -hmm. yeah. it's It glows. No one's satisfied at the end of it. Can't get a reservation. <laughs> Have to take a boat to it. You keep stealing the reservations. And you know what, Eric? We just found out they didn't pay their staff at all, and so that's why they actually had to close. <laughs> sad. It was a real loss. Oh, sad. Yeah, Bon Appetit was there. It was the whole thing. Yeah, it's real. Okay, so you have one XP, and you also have one Amber if one of you, and I think maybe Umbi, converts the Ambergris that you got from the Eska chest to Amber. You can decide to do that later, um, and again, you can convert Amber to XP, or XP to Amber, but again, you can only do it one way. Hey, this is another tutorial box. Look at your inventory. <laughs> and you see you have one XP and one, uh, one amount of Ambergris to turn into Amber. One slorp? Is that the unit? One slorp of Ambergris, yes. Thank you. No, we have one XP for the team, not for each individual person, correct? Correct. This okay. is a team thing, and all three of you should agree on what thing you're going to unlock. Oh, yeah. What are you guys feeling? What 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 is your heart? I think we're all we're all singing out for the crab at some point. I think for one that ship shape is a really worthwhile investment. We haven't done any ship combat, so I don't know how bad our ship stats are. So I'm like Yeah. Willing to find that out in combat at some point before upgrading the ship? Good point, good point. It is definitely basic. You know, I'm not going to say it's Garbo. Wow, I can't believe you would call Harold basic. No, Harold so. is not basic. Harold Harold is trashy to classy. Uh, <laughs> actually, when, when I look at this incredible uh, skill tree that you've made, Eric, it does say Harold bonus on there. So clearly, he is only first level. Well, as you remember from, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Julia, as a Harold five isn't everyone else ten. Okay, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> snap, snap, snap. <laughs> is that? Harold sprouts two fingers, snap them. Uh, <laughs> as you remember from the base building episode, you do have improvements on the Sea Whip. Harold, I think, would be one of them. Again, you didn't build it yourself. This was built by 
someone or from somewhere and then you grabbed it. So I think this is very much, the, it is a level one ship, but it also has improvements with Harold, the, like the knives or sword on the bottom of the ship that you can use to ram. And also it has the ability to look like garbage <laughs> as, as you have weathered it and with using Harold to cloak it and make it seem like it's abandoned if you so choose. So like, I would say it's basic, but I would not say it's bad. Gotcha. You can't prove that we stole it. No one's ever. Yeah. No one can prove that. No one knows that that cabin's haunted. So no one knows. <laughs> no one knows. No one knows. There's a ghost in there. So mm-hmm. uh, you don't want to see that ghost. <laughs> that shit burned down years ago. <laughs> no one's seen that cabin for forty years. <laughs> this piece of shit. Who'd steal that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Why do you? Why do you three sail around in such a junker? <laughs> it's vintage. Vintage. <laughs> um, I'm drawn to Doctor Doctor because uh, while I have some healing stuff, it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I am strongly attracted to dig and roll. Uh, I always will be. Every time we come in here, I'm going to want to find some treasure. <laughs> Why don't we do one for fun, one for smarts? I do think we should keep one amber slash ambergris just in case we need to get a favor from someone. Mm-hmm. To that point, Arello, because you've you unlocked this thing with Arello who owes you, Arello can get you information. Arello can get you a contact, but you might need to trade ambergris for that for him to make that happen. Sure. Right. It's almost like he owes us, though, for yeah. almost killing us. Yeah, he's I doing the services know. for free. That's just commerce, Arello. Okay, okay. He's like a mechanic. It's it's parts and labor, guys. <laughs> he should be paying for the parts. Mm. I haven't paid for parts since I went to Caligula's house, who is just a very large mangrove tree. <laughs> Throws wild <Yeah>. parties. <laughs> and I paid for sex. It's fine. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm between Ship Shape and Dr. Doctor. That's where I'm at right now. Those two sound good. I think that we will be really happy that we invested in this if we run into a situation where we need the doctor later on. And if I'm putting on my strategy brain, plus five HP boost is going to be most helpful earliest in our in our campaign. So I think that's a pretty useful investment right now. Big picture, the kind of player I am in video games, is I really like unlocking the skill tree to kind of be able to see what's coming up and level up if suddenly we need something versus being too behind and need to like open the branch and then advance down the branch. Mm. I think we would... It would behoove us to aim to open up most of these options versus like advancing really far down one branch or another. Gotcha. For now, I think Dr. Doctor is a really smart one to start. Dr. Doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of... Uh, there's this blade all over me. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fun to have another friend. Yeah. Friend, 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 friend. That sounds good to me. Hopefully not evil friend. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do Dr. Doctor? Doctor, doctor. All right. I think so, Brandon, I know you. I know you want to have fun and, and dig. Is that all right with you? Oh, I always want to dig, Amanda. So yeah. there will be plenty of opportunities to dig. Hey, uh, you can do. You can do it. You could do it if you want to do things. No, we need we need the ambergris to to plot along. Whatever you want. Plop, plop, plop. I understand why you guys want to save the ambergris, but I would also be fine with spending it on unlocking Big Crib, so we can unlock rolling for her every time we come home. I think those odds are pretty bad. So, like, I think we should keep the ambergris because, to your point, Amanda, early in the game, we don't have any political clout. Mm -hmm. So, like, having amber would be really helpful in general. Word. Word. 
Hey, it's Amanda. We are back from PAX East, and oh my gosh, it was so much fun to meet so many of you there and watch Eric play people in Super Smash Bros. He had a two-to-one win-to-loss ratio, baby. It was uh, very impressive. And most of all, to me, I think, is describing the concept of Campaign 3 to new people and hearing them go, whoa, I have to subscribe right now. So if we met you at PAX East and you are now hearing this mid-roll because you started listening to the campaign, welcome. We're we're so glad you're here. And we're also so glad that our newest patrons are here. Rebecca, Z3, Brim, Jacob, Ginny, and Anna. Welcome. And thank you so much for your patience as we got back and got sorted and thanked you here on this mid-roll. Party planning is a bi-weekly podcast we make exclusively for our patrons in both audio and video form. And it has been excellent lately, I gotta say. Eric and I reviewed the Dungeons & Dragons movie, Honor Among Thieves. We got like 50 minutes of our thoughts on the movie. It was uh, a lot, and I am so glad we did it, and I thought it was really insightful, and you all seem to really enjoy it. But I gotta say, the one coming out next week, next week's party planning, is especially good. So make sure you sign up. Go to patreon.com slash join the party pod, and you can sign up to hear party planning every other week in addition to weekly join the party. Yo! This week at Multitude, we are about to embark on our second round of classes at the Multitude Extension School. These are affordable classes for people who want to get into podcasting. People say podcasting is easy and it's got a low barrier to entry and everyone has a podcast, but very few people are out there actually describing how to make one. And no one talks about stuff like how to grow and how to avoid the pitfalls that might stall your project. So that is why we offer these classes for podcasters and why we make them affordable so you can actually actually join and listen and learn and come live and watch the recordings and do the homework and do all the amazing stuff that we have in the school. We also, of course, have comprehensive one-day seminars. I said, of course, but this is a new offering. We are going to have one-day seminars that meet for a couple of hours um, at times that normally we wouldn't hold the classes, like weekends and nights. So check it out. Learn all about the dates we're having these classes, the curriculum, and the technical details, or just go ahead and register at multitude.productions slash classes. We're sponsored this week by our friendly local game store, 20-Sided Store, which, by the way, can also be your friendly local game store if you do something called e-commerce, baby. If you go ahead and order from 20-Sided Store online, which is a new thing you can do. A few weeks back, I wanted to challenge you here in the audience to guess two of the board games on their top 20 list. That is at 20sidedstore.com. You can click the little section top 20 and learn what in fact the top 20 things are that they sell on the website. But did you know they also have 20-sided pre-order? You can go ahead and pre-order things like Magic the Gathering cards, which I see they are sold out on lots of them, but not all of them, and pre-order this stuff through your friendly local game store. Run your business through the small businesses that make your lives and communities thrive. They are a fabulous one, and they are actually offering 20% off your first order online or in store. Just go to 20-sided store, spell out the, the word 20.com and use the code pirate for 20% off your order online. Or if you visit them in Williamsburg, Brooklyn at their brand new location, just a block and a half away from the old one, 280 Grand Street, mention join the party and get 20% off your first order. 
This show is also sponsored by BetterHelp, and I am constantly learning new stuff about myself, learning the things that I require to thrive. Just a few years ago, I didn't realize how big a part of my happiness plants and greenery make me. I lived in a neighborhood with almost no trees and no easy access to parks, and I was really uh, sad. (laughs) And when I moved to uh, where I currently live, where the Multitude Studio is here in Greenpoint, I was like, oh my God, (laughs) seeing the water, seeing trees, it's so nice. But more than that, having plants around me and having these little rituals and things that I do in my day to keep myself happy and grounded and just take a few minutes to like think about nothing except how pretty this new leaf is really means something to me. And I didn't know that just a few years ago about myself. And therapy is one of those ways that I keep learning about myself and learn positive coping skills, but it can be really hard to get started, to find a therapist, to find someone who's taking new patients, to just find someone you vibe with is really, really hard. And when I couldn't find a therapist near me to see in person, I used BetterHelp and it was super helpful and convenient to know that I could just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists if I wasn't vibing, which I did a few times when I used BetterHelp. So discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash join the party today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash join the party. And now let's get back to the show. All right, we're going to go. You're going to unlock the doctor? Doctor. Yes, please. Wonderful. I'm concerned about what you're rolling for. Just saying. Just got to very quickly <laughs> say that out loud. No, I made an NPC chart for myself so that oh, I could okay. I could vary up the types of, Ooh. to make sure that I'm, I'm hitting some cool shit. Mm-hmm. And I looked up some flowers to make sure that I know what flowers are and stuff. So that's what I, that's why I'm doing it. Um, as you're, you're about to dock the, the sea whip, you see that a bunch of pirates are running through the waterfall to get a good look at something or looking at the weird portcullises that everyone's kind of made in there and be like, oh, there's a, look, it, there's a dinghy and it's going right near, it's going right to the creep. No. No. Cammy at first was like, oh my gosh, everyone is coming to welcome us. And then all run I past know, You them. see just a bunch of rapscallions running right past Cammy. Oh. <laughs> pushing your skirt one way and then the other way and then just all the way out. Yeah. <laughs> as you look out, you see that there is a little, like, there's a little rowboat that is, like, paddling as fast as it can in a circle eight, and you see just a big claw going, Help! 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 I don't, what is this? This creep is too big! I think Cammy is going to turn to her fellow crewmates and be like, all right, everyone, like we practiced, and we're going to do the shape yep. water to get this boat away from the crab. Oh, fun, yeah. Guys, can we can we do like ring around the rosy around the ship mast? When we shape water? Yes, of course. Why not? Yeah, I like with our hands like in and out, like we're making the waves. <laughs> I love that for us. Eric, can we? Yeah, of course. What do you, what kind of, how do you want to shape the water? What What do you want the water to do? I think it's just going to make like a big swell, not like a crashing wave or anything, just a big swell over the big crab, and then it washes up through the waterfall. I'm hanging as much as I can! Uh, All three of you, give me uh, arcana checks. Yeah. What? Okay. First roll in the hat. Eight. (laughs) Shout it to the pirate hat. I got a 15. Okay. I got an 18. All right, yeah, that'll do it. I think it's a little wobbly. It's not the cartoon California wave, but I think that it it wiggles and wobbles as it kind of elevates out of the water and drops the rowboat. Uh, Not 
softly <laughs> on, on to the shore. But not eaten by a crab. <laughs> no, but not eaten by a crab. And uh, uh, the, I think the rowboat just kind of like splits yeah, <laughs> in that direction. Yeah, yeah. It just like tur- immediately turns into wood. If you like put your pointer, cl- your clicker from the, the MMO <laughs> that this is, and you highlight over it, it's like floatsome immediately. Yeah, yeah. Cammy goes, you could use that to build your new house. Yeah, Troy like grabs a couple nails, like, ooh, those are good ones. <laughs> What? Uh, what? Uh, what? What is this place? Are you looking? You see a. Uh, this is a young man who is a big slice of blood orange. If you have seen, like, you know, when you put a blood orange garnish into a cocktail, mm-hmm. there's like the big uh, round slice. Blood orange, super like magenta, dark red with like a bright orange rind. I think that's like the majority of his body with little arms, little legs, and big eyes, and lots of acne all over the place. Oh. Are they just little like red pustules Hips, on yeah. top of the inside pulp? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only on the rind. It's like, <laughs> it's like all around. It's like when you wear a hat uh, when you're working out too long. I used to do this when I was at camp all the time. And then I would just have like a like a line of pimples where, where like the sweat collected and with my hat. And it's just on the rind. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for saving me. What was that thing? That was the big crab. Um, Normally he doesn't eat. There he is. Normally he doesn't eat this time of day, but you must have woken him up with your loud screaming. (laughs) Don't worry, man. We've all been there. Some of us get sacrificed to the crab god and some of us make it. So you made it. Welcome to the hold. The hold? What is it holding? Oh, Treasure! A safe in her bosom. Bosom? Oh no! How, uh, how old are you, friend? Are you 12? <laughs> no, I'm 19! Mm. Ah. Oh. I remember when I was 19. <laughs> I'm a med student! I don't oh. know I don't know how I found myself out here. Hey, you got a useful skill set. That's gonna be good out here on the open seas. Just ask Gumby. He's like a hundred. Yeah, you live here now. Welcome. <laughs> you don't really have a choice because you don't have a boat anymore. No, I have homework due tomorrow. I gotta send in my labs. Just tell them the crab ate your homework. It works every time. How do I tell them? Do you have a phone? What's a phone? What's, What's a phone? Also, do you want to do homework? That's interesting. I love homework. Huh. Are you are you saying foam? Do the waves do the waves like carry the bottle with your homework in it like over to the school? Damn, Amanda. All right. What's a school? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have those we in have the crags. schools in the crags. No, we we have those. Is that a kind of drink? <laughs> I they have schools uh, in the open fields. It's your house. <laughs> okay, because it's on the crags. It's like either your royalty, or you work for them, or that you die. So like, what is there? That's why I'm a pirate. Is there was no other. Options, oh right, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but it sounds like you've had more options than some. So, you know, good job. What's happening? <laughs> What's your name? What's your name? Uh, I'm Rudy. Rudy. Rudy Thornton. Rudy Thornton. Okay. No, I told pirates my last name. No, my mom told me not to do that. My last name's Cassis. Mine's Riptide. I don't have one. Okay. <laughs> It's weird that you're a, uh, it's, I should say weird. It's uncommon that you're a med student and a man, though. It's so surprising. What do you mean? Most doctors are women. Oh, 
I think it's brave, dude. Yeah. Really going against the gender stereotypes. <laughs> Good for you, man. Out here, open seas, doesn't matter what, what, where you're from, what your gender is, what your job was before. All pirates, man. Uh, open seas? I don't... How did I get here? How did you get... When did you get on a boat? That's the question. I don't know. I was like, you know, it's finals coming up. And, um... <laughs> so I got on a boat? <laughs> so I was asleep. And then I guess, like, my friends from the fraternity I was a part of, they put me on a boat. And then I and then I woke up in the boat. What are their names? I'll avenge you. You're not like a serious doctor, then. You're like a frat doctor? You're like a C's get med degrees kind of doctor? <laughs> no, it was like, it's like a nerdy med school. It's a nerdy friend. Oh, but I guess they are. Umby, you can't get a medical degree on the C's. Oh, oh, you're right. What was I, what was I thinking? Are you telling me? <laughs> the C's don't get degrees. My mom told me that so I would stay in school. And not go out on the open seas. <laughs> Are you telling me your brothers in arms played a prank on you that resulted in you ending up here with with a bunch of pirates and degenerates? That, that seems weirdly personal, Troy. Umbi looks off to his side at Cammy uncomfortably because he played a prank with the eggs not but two days a day ago. Yep. yep. <laughs> on Troy. Yep. All right, everyone write down in their Wikipedia, Troy hates pranks. From your brothers in arms, the ones sworn to protect you? Oh, I mean, I don't know if they swore. It was just kind of like Marlo and Breck and uh, Everett, but he's kind of an asshole. Actually, it was an all-boys med school. I didn't realize that it was that was All boys? That's so strange. That's unheard of. I would never get treated by a male doctor. No, Troy is fully weeping as Rudy is listing his uh, his frat brothers. Rudy, I don't like your name. Can I change it? <laughs> yeah, do you have like a cool nickname for me? You're going to be Havana Tropicana now. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Someone just really wants to use that name. And I feel like it fits for you because, again... You're the second citrus person we've met. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. You're really useful around here so we don't get scurvy. Because you treat us for scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you have scurvy? Do you need you need help? Yeah, can you just sweat on me? Is that how that works? No, what? <laughs> All right, I guess. Can hey. you show me just... Uh, if you, hey, I'll treat you all for scurvy and you can call me Havana if you give me a place to stay. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, look at the boat. That is no longer a boat. Yeah. We look down. All of the boards have been taken by scavengers in the hold. <laughs> Nothing's left. I'm going to turn this into a picture window. See? Okay. Havana Tropicana. First rule. If something's yours, you don't let it out of your sight because the pirates will take it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm ready to get down. All right. Okay. I'm ready to get down. Oh, my pens and papers are wet. See? Oh. The crab did eat it. Yeah. I'll be right. Yeah. All right, hell yeah. You have Rudy Havana. <laughs> Rudy Havana Tropicana. <laughs> Eric, if you don't want me to change the name, we don't have to. No, but. come me whatever you want. I love having fr- uh, nicknames. Rudy short for Rudyard. What? Oh, Here's the thing. Your brothers cast you out. We're your new brothers, man. We've taken you in. And here on the open seas, you know what stands between you and being a doctor? What? Calling yourself a doctor, bro. Ugh. 
And then Troy like gives him a little punch, but a little juice squeezes out. Ugh. I'm your gender non-conforming brother. <laughs> uh, I noticed you almost had friends. I think we should keep this professional, personally. All right. <laughs> you can call Umby Grandpa. Yes. Oh, uh, Grandpa! Grandpa wants to keep her professional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, Havana is set up. I think Havana get finally. We, I think we find him a nice cave and just like put yeah. up a door for him, and he can figure out the rest. We'll set up a little like yeah, exactly like a lean to next to our like not near our situation, not adjacent to it, but like close enough. He doesn't have to know where we live, but we have mm-hmm. to know where he lives. We need to keep an eye on him for sure. Eric, you know what? The door is not actually a door. You remember like the bead curtains of the 90s yep it's that but it's like the the like kelp that has the big bubbles on it oh yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool cute cool uh and yeah i think that he uh he explains the medicinal properties of getting uh resting your weary bones in the in the hot tube in the hot springs and uh all of you get plus five hp yay Yay! yeah and you can take havana with you on uh on trips if you'd like that seems like a great idea. <laughs> you definitely won't get hurt during those. Not yeah. at all. Never. This guy would die in 15 seconds if we left him here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd look on the bright side. You know me, but uh, yeah, no. The fact that he made it here is Shocking. really the impressive part. Shocking. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think that bodes well for him. That means he has good luck. Uh, that's, what we, that's what we say at the Weeping Willows Med School. There's no such thing as luck. Study all the time. Stop living your life. Go back and study. It's all in Latin. Okay, Havana. Okay, here's some spearmint tea for your rind. And, you know, we'll check in on you in a couple days, see how you're settling in, all right? Oh, thank you. Okay. Don't, uh, word of advice, don't look at the clock. It's not right. Clock's not right. Don't go out at five o'clock. If you see other people not leaving the hold, don't leave the hold. Actually, yeah. honestly, don't leave the hold unless we tell you to leave the hold for a little while. <laughs> yep. Just right. until you get the vibe of things. What was the first thing? I couldn't write it down because of my paper. Keep your stuff in sight. My don't one. don't let the pirates take your things. One, don't keep your stuff in sight. Two, don't leave the hold until my, my brothers in arms tell me. Three, yes. sun's out, club's out. <laughs> sun's away. Uh, no, wait, it's, sun's it's, asleep, pubs will peep. That's all you gotta know. What? <laughs> Don't worry, you got this, man. <laughs> we we take him to the puppet show as like an initiation process. Yeah. 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 That night's show is about a, a med student named uh, <laughs> exactly. Judy who crashes in the hold. Yeah. Oh, so this is like the news. You guys can review what happens <laughs> yeah. the day. It's yeah. like the news. Oh, crewmates, they got the gender right in this one. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't make sense if it's a doctor in training, if it's a man. I mean, exactly. come on. Like, I'm not opposed to it, but I'm just like, is that really what you want? No, it's, it's just, weird. It's like, weird, you know? Like, you have so many other choices out there. <laughs> I just love that the three of you mind melded and said, no, women are doctors. <laughs> it's not like someone would, like, roll dice and see what what gender someone was. Like, it's obviously yeah. going to be one way or the other. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Or, or in between. Or in between. It's true. When the dice lands on its edge, that's when you <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> the non-binary character. Anyway. Oh, my God. Okay. It's so very funny. Dice falls on the floor? A-gender. Completely yeah. just not having it. Yeah. That person just doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> oh, my the God. The gender does not exist. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like that Mean Girls reference. Hey, <laughs> there you go. There's the Mean Girls reference. All right. Okay. Um, just okay. You unlock the Doctor Doctor thing. You now have Rudy. Sorry, Havana. Havana Tropicana. Please. Havana Tropicana. Doctor Havana Tropicana. Doctor Havana Tropicana. Yeah. On your side. Perfect. Um, so Eric, this, is this how you thought this episode would go? Yeah. A hundred percent. Yes. Right. Um, yeah. I think each of you have time to do one downtime activity. Someone needs to turn the ambergris into amber. You can do whatever here on the base, whatever you need or whatever you want to look into. So it doesn't need to be someone in particular. Like, obviously, I think Umby might be the one to do it, but I don't think that, like, that doesn't disqualify Brandon from doing something necessarily. But I think that if you need to convert, you got to use, like, your one of your action pieces on that. Gotcha. Sure. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, I think I would uh, would uh, try to... This is probably, like, only the second, maybe third time he's done this, like, turn some ambergris into amber. Yeah. I mean, he has a good working knowledge of it, so it's not like a trial and error thing, but definitely like take some time to, to get it right. Is this like when you're learning a new recipe that you saw on TikTok for the first time and you got to like stop it and start it and make sure you're looking at your iPad the whole time? Why can't you pause TikToks? That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> but you are, uh, you already like know how to cook, so it's not as difficult as, as it might be, you know? Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, this one came out grainy. Yeah. <laughs> the whole block of feta goes in the squash? That's crazy. That's just oh, crazy. That, that can't be right. <laughs> I like that. All right. Uh, da 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 The ambergris is now amber. You have one Ooh. one block of amber that can be traded for goods, services, or XP. Hell yeah. Ooh. I fucking rule, man. <laughs> I like the idea that, like, in every block of amber, there's some, they, how you know, like, how pirates evaluate it because they're all of different sizes. And amber is judged by the one very small prehistoric creature that's inside of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like and amber is judged by the number of things in there. Yeah. So it's like, it's a leaf. Yeah. So, like, there's one. <laughs> that's a grub. Yeah, there's one like little fish inside of this one because Aww. it came from the the sea devil. I don't want to know about you, but can I suggest each little amber has a little seed in it? Oh, sure, it can be plant or animal, whatever. I think, but like, because they're all of different sizes. But the evaluation point is that it's you had one thing inside. If you were cutting up a cook, let's imagine you were cutting up a a cookie pie, right? Sure. <laughs> and you had to divide it. Each piece had to have one chocolate chip in it. It mm-hmm. might be different sizes, but each one has one chocolate chip in it, and that's what makes it a piece of the cookie pie. That's like amber. Now, Eric, I think you've made a terrible mistake by allowing Brandon to do the thing he wants to do because I can see down the line that, I don't know, fucking Umby is going to unlock something where he's like, and now I can take the the seedling (laughs) DNA out of the amber and now prehistoric monsters! (laughs) Or grow an amber beanstalk. Mm. You've made a mistake um, by allowing this to happen, is all I'm saying. Yeah. I was just thinking about, like, um, elements, elemental stones from Pokemon. And I was uh, also oh, sure. going to uh, roast you, Eric, by saying, hey, Eric, are you tired? Because you, you walked a long way to get there for that metaphor. <laughs> Brandon, when the did you think pie? of that rejoinder? You don't say. So you didn't, like the coo- you didn't like the cookie pie? Oh, no, I loved it. It was perfect. Don't change it. No notes. <laughs> Brandon, I'm going to take away your dino DNA right fucking now. No. <laughs> Dino DNA! Dino DNA! <laughs> it's in your blood! My, che- <laughs> my cheeks hurt from laughing. <laughs> All right, one action down, now you have one amber. Perfect. Gulia, Amanda, do you have anything? Oh, aubergine. <laughs> 
Oh, it is, the, it is Miss Cassis here to have another wonderful, wonderful skirt that will poof out when the sea winds wake it up. That is specifically what I asked for last time, and it worked beautifully. <laughs> uh, although I do not know where I come from, I know that the one thing I do know is that I have skills in the bobbin and the thread. It's going in Cajun. It's going it's in going Cajun. Cajun. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Oh, Bobbin. You, you did such a wonderful job with my skirt. And I noticed when we were on this island that tried to kill us that um, my crewmates are much more protected than I am when it comes to um, being harmed. And so I wanted to perhaps um, ask of you, commission you, as it were, for some maybe a cape or a cloak or something that will help me not get stabbed. Give Cammy a cape. I would love to not be stabbed. Can you help me with that? <clears throat> oh, Miss Cassis, I cannot be the I cannot be the one to keep the stabbings from you, but I can do something to catch up the knives and blades within it. I would love that. Wow. I can Great. think. I can think on this. Unfortunately, when I was deposited here on the island from where I, where from whence I came, which I cannot remember, <laughs> as you know about oh. me. Where could he be from? That was the real question. Well, he's no, from Spain. Right. This is his accent. I will. I, I. It is very easy for me to make. For me to take. Um. Is for me to make a cape for someone such as you. However, I will need some um threads or cloth or a plate to apply that may or may not be able to uh, be turned into something that will protect you. Okay, I'm sure I can find something like that if I bring it to you and some of that vivid dream tea that I've been making you. So maybe you could remember your past. Uh, do we have a deal? Zutelor, I would love that. <laughs> Wonderful. I, I just want to step inside of my dream and move around. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm the little doll that is the marionette that is being controlled by the hands of myself, and who is the dream state. Like I am both the puppet master and the puppet. And maybe, maybe you can walk through your dreams and find your memories. Uh, is it weird if you end up kissing yourself in your own dream? This no. is just if something I should know going into it. I think it would be weird if you didn't. <laughs> Don't you want to know if you're a good kisser or not? <laughs> this was the test. <laughs> of course, I trust you for the, for the tea. Makes a check mark in his notebook. Zutalor. Wonderful. Thank you. Monsieur Aubergine, do you know what the, the secret ingredient to the vivid dream tea is? I do not know, Mademoiselle Cassis. Can you tell me? It's believing in yourself. <laughs> and then Cammy like, kisses him on the cheek and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> the shot holds on Aubergine, on Aubergine, who twists his dark purple mustache in his, in his fingers, and he says... That is so stupid. <laughs> nice green folk, though. Like, like, like them. They're, like, they're, my, they're my best friends. Here Aww. <laughs> that makes it better. That makes it better. You, too, could be a GM and make silly voices. All you have to do is a little bit of prep. And, and learn the, and and learn the rules. 
<laughs> Step one, buy glove. Step two, learn rules. Step three, <laughs> put funny voices on friends. Step four, don't leave your stuff out of your sight. Arms reach all times. That's like advice I got when I was going to college. <laughs> Same thing as, as pirate rules. Well, why didn't he get that advice when he was in med school? <laughs> That's the question. Come on, Tropicana. I thought it was Havana. It's both. It is. It's Havana Tropicana. That's your full legal name now. Okay. Dr. Havana Tropicana. I'm Dr. Dr. Havana, Havana Tropicana. Tropicana. There you go. MD. Yeah. yeah. Say it with confidence. PMD, pirate medical doctor. Yes. Perfect. If a, well, if you guys have any books for me to read, I'd love to. I just suck it up like a sponge. I love books, but all of my books are about tea. <laughs> you know, I was thinking the same thing, bruh. And Troy Riptide would love to explore the hold and try to find a book, any book. I think seeing um, seeing Cammy know things about Audrey made Troy think, huh, I should know stuff. I bet that would be useful for my crew. And Troy wants to learn something. That's so anything wholesome. About the world. I love him so much. <laughs> learn something about I've the never world. loved anyone more than I love Troy Riptide, especially when he says his full name out loud. Troy Riptide would like to find a book. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's how about all four of us come up with one thing a book could be about, and then I'll roll on it and figure out what it is. Amanda, you would like Troy to learn something about the world? You I, have something more specific? Yeah. Or just... Troy would like to learn about any of the world except the Crags, because okay. Crags, 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 Crags till I die, knows about Crags. But he realized, like, huh, other green folk from other places, I guess. Cool. And he realizes he should know something about them. Nice. Alright, so one is gonna be something, this is a book about Verticello that is not about the Crags? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. I think one is uh, the holy book from Overstock, the Bible or Torah, or whatever that talks about the planter. Oh, sure, or yeah, the Quran or theology. <laughs> okay, if that comes up, I will also have Troy uh, roll to see if Troy understands any of the shit <laughs> that is written in there. Because Brandon, you know that shit is highfalutin. It is five hundred pages to say five pages of stuff. Yep, there are so many appendices. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, uh, Julia. What do you think? Book about barrels. <laughs> Useful. Book about barrels. Useful. Uh, it's a thing a pirate would have. There you go. Fried barrels. Sauteed barrels. <laughs> barrels on crude. That's so funny. Uh, I'm going to go with a thousand and one dirty jokes to tell your crew members. Incredible. I want a public access TV show about barrels now. Look at that barrels. <laughs> or a puppet show. Public access puppet show about barrels. About barrels. Oh, yeah. good. Brandon, that's called puppet access. We can't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, so I'm going to roll 1d4. If I thank get a God, I thought I I'm had a roll. Do you want to roll? No, thank God, I don't. No, you don't? Okay, I'll roll. No, you roll. Barrels. <laughs> I, I should roll. Barrels. I should roll. Okay. All right, barrels, people. Barrels, barrels, Can you remind barrels, us of our choices barrels. once more? Okay. Can I change my book to barrels too? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's two books about barrels. No. Okay, one. Bu- the f- if you roll one, you get a book about another nation, and I'll tell you some stuff about it. Uh, two is overstock theology. Uh, three is a book about barrels. <laughs> Great. And four is a hundred and one dirty jokes to tell your crew. I rolled a three. <laughs> <laughs> Literally barrels, nothing barrels, better. Barrels, Holy barrels, shit. Barrels. Okay. I'm going to say, 
Okay. So the thing about the gunslinger, he's also about being shooting behind cover, correct? Yes. This is something as theater of the mind that we don't end up doing a lot. Uh, but I will remind you during your next combat, if there is a barrel for Troy to hide behind to give you half cover to hey. shoot to shoot from. Sick. Well, Amanda, if you don't look up 101 facts about barrels and then have Troy read them to us throughout the next arc, I will be very sad. Did you know barrels is called Coopers? People who make barrels call Coopers. What? what? So if you meet somebody and their name is like Troy Cooper, that means like their great grandpappy made barrels. Troy, I don't think you should change your last name. Riptide's a pretty cool name. Thanks, man. Um, appreciate you. Uh, just saying, like, I couldn't think of another first name except for my name, so that's why I said Troy. But oh, I was talking okay. about, like, just, like, some other person. <laughs> uh, who isn't me, because I'm, I'm Troy Riptide. I like the idea of flipping to a page. It's like, did you know when you keep something in a barrel, uh, as long as it's watertight, you can put something else in the barrel afterwards, and it kind of gets all mixed up in there. It's like, damn, oh. barrels, they can do anything. <laughs> can you put bombs in barrels? Yeah. Barrels, they can do anything. Oh, that's that's so actually funny. the name of the book. It's called oh. Barrels. Cole, they can do anything. Incredible. Great. So Troy is going to start sleeping on top of the barrel book to try to absorb the knowledge into <laughs> his brain. Cool. He does lend it to Dr. Tropicana um, mm-hmm. time to time, but he takes it back at night. Yeah, I get it. Because as we learned, you can't take your eyes off anything because the pirates will take it. Mm-hmm. No, Troy watches him read it yeah. and then mm-hmm. takes it back. <laughs> I like the idea of of Havana and Troy like sitting in the hot spring trading the book back and forth. Or Eric, even cuter, we read it together. Cute. Aww. You read it he out loud to each other. it to you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's working on his bedside manner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know he has to work extra hard because you know like men usually aren't doctors and so people are really it's distrusting true. when they get people a don't listen doctor. to them mm-hmm. I know it's hard they're like where's your supervisor and then the doctor is like I am the supervisor and they're like I don't think so yeah exactly I think Troy and Havana are reading the book <laughs> reading the book about barrels to each other when then you just hear a big sploosh and water kind of gets all over the two of you and a little bit on the book no um, I was coming in. I thought there was enough room for the. I don't know if there's enough room for an Arello like me. No one invited you, man. Well, you should have chained me down. I thought we did. <laughs> We're not there, but I know. I know. Oh, you can just walk. You can just walk yeah, in. Yeah. It's it's in public. Everyone yeah. can see it. Great. <laughs> yeah, Arello just did a cannonball at the hotel pool. <laughs> Cammy shapes water out of the book. <laughs> Thank you, God. I I was just learning about casks. Troy tucks the book into the bottom of uh of his like wing covers, uh like in the middle of them. Cute, cute. I like that. I just want everyone to know that Umbi is wearing one of those old timey bathing costumes that women yes. used to wear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Cammy's Thanks. wearing a full dress, but it's a swimming dress. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Both of you step out of like those little huts uh-huh. they have. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks for letting me hang out here for a few days. Uh, I would just love my sailboat back and I can get out of my way for distributing my wares and things to the various uh, scurvy dogs and cats and sea cats and sea dogs around. We have Dr. Tropicana now and he's going to fucking punch scurvy in the face anytime he tries to come near us. Isn't that right? Arello makes a lecherous face at Havana. <laughs> hey, no. hey, he's a child. <laughs> this is but a boy. <laughs> no, he's no, not. I'm not. <laughs> yes, he is. Arello, I don't know how old you are, but 
That's creepy. <laughs> Old enough to party, my good bush. But are you young oh, enough no. to party is also the question. Always. Uh, I don't think like being referred I'm, to as a bush. I'm just going to go. Wait, uh, don't you owe us uh, something? Just as, as a reminder, the situation is not, hi, we let you stay for a couple of days. It's more of a like, hey, you're our prisoner because you tried to get us eaten kind of thing. Yeah, and until you come through with some sick secret about the salmon, whatever that is, you're kind of tethered to us. Mm-hmm. Oh, the salmon. Usually I have more time to remember my, my uh, remembering, my bread. My <laughs> remember mer- my notes that I don't write down. My remembering <laughs> mind is just, uh, just goes out the window. I don't write anything down. It's actually quite impressive how I just come up with things on the fly. It's weirdly less impressive when it's coming from you specifically, Arella. <laughs> Melon Mento disease? Is that a thing? There might be. Melon Mento disease, yeah. Listen, my mom told me, Troy, you need to learn to write. And you do too, man. Come on. I do know how to write, but no one can read it because it is so loopy. It just goes up. I learned super calligraphy. It's just circles. It's just circles. The House of Orange, the handwriting of the House of Orange is so ornate you can't even read it, but I know what it says. Well, I've learned of, uh, on, my tr- on my trials and tribulations as a merchant on the Great Salt Sea, I've learned... Um, Quite a number of places where you can pick up interesting items, you know, vintage stores that are dotted amongst pirate out outposts. But there is one that no one knows about, and I think I can tell you if you let me go and let me sail. Sail. Sail! Sail. <laughs> and uh, is this one going to have, like, a secret treasure chest that ends up trying to eat us too, or...? I, I want to say again, I didn't know it was a secret treasure chest that ate people. How did you not know it was called Eska Island? <laughs> Brandon says, making eye contact with the camera. <laughs> it's almost like you should have Googled it before we went there. You could have looked it up. I just didn't choose to look it up. I thought it was a cool name. Anyway, uh, well, you know, when uh, it's funny that we're talking about books. I actually, uh, let me flip to the back of the book here. Oh, that's right. You look at the, at the book about barrels. On the back, it says it's from. There's a stamp that says it's from the Leggy Island Book Depository. Hold on, I had to Google Leggy real quick. <laughs> How do you spell that, Eric? L E G I. Ooh, okay. It's from the Leggy Island Book Depository. Mm, yeah, when uh, there aren't quite a lot of pirates who are the literate sort, so if they pick up something, if they pick up something that has a bunch of books in it, they just sell it for for a. Uh, for a quarter of a doubloom, uh, for a quarter of a doubloom of volume, I think it's worthwhile. And then the the bookish, the bookworms amongst us can uh, go and, and figure it out. But here's the thing: not many people know about this place or even care about the books. And I have heard around the drinking parlors and establishments there might be a journal of a pirate that came that came before us that was hot on the trail of the infinite. Lake. Arello, real quick, uh, I just I learned this in my in my advanced years. Not all worms are bookworms and other insects also like to read, so <laughs> That's true. That's true. Like I have to check my privilege, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what guys? I learned today. Books are cool. Teach you stuff. Could be worth it. I got a book up in here. <laughs> Whoa. Our brains are like books when you think about it. They are. Try, I'm so happy for you. I'm happy yeah. for you too. Thanks. I love you guys. 
I love you. I don't give love easily. We should go find this. <laughs> wow, Grandpa. Okay. I'm just kidding. I love you too. <laughs> I see, Cammy. He said it fast. That means he didn't want to, but like he still said it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what counts. Can I have my sailboat back? Can we put some kind of like? Is there like a like a Can we put a lock on it? <laughs> Wait. Yes. Can Harold like? Do a little bit of pruning and and like spawn a little bit of Harold onto the sailboat, like under the hull where no one will see it. Like a tracking Harold? Yeah. A tracking Harold? Okay, yeah. that's fine. All right, while uh, the three of you are packing up to go to Leggy Island, Rella's like, I need to do a full inventory of my whole sailboat to make sure all of my cool things are still here. Hold on. And I want someone to roll out on behalf of Harold. I'll give you plus two for nature, and I'm going to do Arello's uh, perception. In my head, it immediately went to, like, those, like, ceramic angel statues, and it's just like, one, a two, a three. Wait, I can't find it. Oh, sorry, I was sitting on it. Four. <laughs> Would you consider Arello a friendly creature? Sure, yeah. Okay, hold on. I was just doing tassiography to see if I can make his roll extremely low. Sure, yeah. And I did roll a five, so... Remind me what that is. What that so, Tassiography, as an action, choose a friendly creature you can see within 60 feet, roll a d20, and record the number rolled until the end of your next turn. You can replace any attack roll, saving throw, or ability check made by that creature with this roll. You must choose yeah. to do so before the roll. Cool. What does it look like as you do that to Arello? It is, again, like Cammy, like, sipping from a cup of tea and the steam rising and sparkling and then... Like almost the way we did it was tea leaves last time when we used it on Umbi. And I think this time it is just like the steam kind of blows in front of Arello's eyes and mm. he's momentarily can't see as well as perhaps he could before. Hell yeah. Love that. Where are my readers? <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. I'll take a five. I'll, I was going to give him plus three to that. Uh, so that I'll take an eight. Okay. Nice. Julie, I think you should also roll, though, because okay. I'm going to trust myself. All right. Same. All right. Yeah, on behalf of Harold. <laughs> and that 20. Harold. Hey. <laughs> hey. Harold. 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 Didn't even have to give him that bad a roll, which is what happened. You know? No, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes things just happen. Sometimes you just need to magic your friend. You had that's to get fine. rid of the five to get to the 20. Yes. So. That's true. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Just... <laughs> you, you pull you pull off a little bit of the lichen, and then it just immediately becomes like a little herald with a little face. Now, what yeah. does that one sound like, Eric? Hey, honey, what do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> now, Arello is our friend, but sometimes he's a little bit of an asshole. So will you just watch him and make sure he doesn't do anything bad and let us know if he does? I will. You won't go. You won't go anywhere out of my sight. I'm just gonna sit there. I love that for you. Whee! Thank you, baby Harold. Bye. Bye. Maybe, maybe, maybe his name is Harry. Oh, uh, I'm little Harry. Bye. <laughs> or little Roly. Maybe he's like short for like Harold. Oh, I like that too. Yeah. Roly. Yeah. Uh, I was going to make to do some rolls to see how long Arello would figure out that little Harry was there, but Nat twenty, I, you're fine. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Thank you, Gulia. I did Thank it. you, Eric. <laughs> Thank I you, Harold. Incredible. All right. Is there anything else you want to do? Or do we want to set sail for Leggy Island? Do we need to tell Havana Tropicana anything else that will make sure he doesn't die by the next time we see him? I think he's got to come with us. Oh, okay. We can bring him there. If we bring him with us, Eric, will he be able to like heal us? 
Like, what would the advantage of Tim taking us be? Well, I'll make an NPC. I'll make, definitely make an NPC stat block for him, and he is a doctor. So, although he might, he can't make like potions necessarily, like you can, and doesn't have magic like Cammy does. If you have a wound, he can probably suture it up. Um, he has really high medicine, okay. and also he's a big fucking nerd. If you're going to a book depository, that's true. So he probably find has some good books stats about that. medicine, maybe. Yeah. 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 Why not? Wait, so am I going or not? Do you want to go? I'll do whatever. <laughs> Come on, Doc. We gotta go find some books. Hi, Doc of Hannah, getting on the boat. And it, you know what, Doc? Don't worry about your stuff because you really don't have stuff yet. So no one's gonna steal nothing. Exactly. Don't go in that room. There's a ghost in there. Oh, oh yes, yeah. there is a ghost. Be nice to Harold. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, don't go overboard. Uh, there's so many. I wish I had some paper to write this down on. So also, don't mutiny. No mutiny, please. It's true. Okay, I will not that's, mutiny. That's our number one union rule. No mutiny. No mutiny. All right. We Forget have a non-mutiny clause in our contract. Exactly. <laughs> Just remember, no mutiny. No this mutiny. feels like mutiny. Seems like mutiny. Smells like mutiny. Nah. No, no mutiny. No mutiny. Okay. Uh, so where are we going? We're going to Leggy Island, but not like the part on a body. I think it's spelled different. It's spelled with a G and an I. Thank you, Arello. Bye. Just, just like my eye, my eye, one of my eyes is fake and I replaced it with a jewel. Just kidding, but what if I did that? Wouldn't that be crazy? That sounds like it would hurt. Nine, ten. <laughs> so, all right, all of my angel, all of my angel figurines are here. <laughs> Let's go. Wait, Legio. Was that it? Did I do it? I think that's it, Grandpa. It's called Leggy Island. Oh, Leggy. Leggio Island. Leggio. I've read a book now. I'm smart. That's true. Troy's read a book. He knows all about barrels now. <laughs> Yeah. No one knows more about barrels than Troy. Um, Camia is really nice of you, but I do have to say that probably the person who wrote the book, probably there's things that they know that I don't know. Um, but that's why I have to read two books because no one's ever written two books. So then I'll know more than yeah. anyone. Well, you crossed out on the book of barrels, you crossed out the author's name and put by Troy Riptide. I assume that meant that you wrote it. Well, no? um, it's, it's so that if anyone steals it then um they they know that it's mine yeah right they can return it back to you yes we understand that logic completely yep yeah set sail (laughs) set sail (laughs) anchors up (laughs) when i read two books i'm gonna get a pizza party (laughs) (laughs) all right the cut the blocky ps1 cutscene returns as we're going the other way as we sail and give a full wide breath around the creeb cammy waves at the sleeping crib (laughs) Goodbye, sweet angel. Thank you for keeping our home safe. (laughs) You navigate through the narrow coral shallows and you're out back out on the great salt sea towards Leggy Island. Woo! I'll sing you a song that all green folk know until Salmon. Until, 